0: Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have somebody from Houston, Texas, Jaime Rodriguez. Thank you so much, man, for uh, taking uh, the invitation and showing up to the podcast, brother.
0: Thanks for the invite.
1: Let's talk about you, man. Where, 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 Where are you from?
0: I uh, was born and raised here in Houston.
1: Houston, so you're a Houstonian. Yep. Uh, Houston Astros forever. Yep. <laughs> right? Houston yeah. Rockets. You go to the games?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, grew up in the Greens Point, Greens Point area. Guns Point. Yeah, Guns Point. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, born and raised there in that area. Went to high school there. Wow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just been living here in Houston since, since the day I was born, man. Love it.
1: You know that uh, when I, I moved to Houston back in 2005, and that's where I landed greenspoint oh yeah because i my job was there i used to work in fmc okay yeah fmc technologies yeah. so um shout out to fmc they gave me the opportunity to to start working and and, and um i was working in the shop yeah so i didn't want to live too far from my job because i i wanted to be early on time you know like i, I was coming from the military and uh i moved I was actually living at a hotel, of uh, Walter Street in, in 1960. Wow. It, it, I can't remember the name of the hotel, but uh, they pay for it, so I'm like, I'll take it, right? So, yeah. I was in that hotel for a good six, six to seven months. Uh, so my drive to to work was five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, but man, it, that was a rough area back then. Oh yeah.
0: I don't know how it is now. I haven't really been in that area in a while. You don't
1: but... have family there anymore?
0: No. Uh my family lives in Cyprus now. My parents live out in Cyprus. You guys upgraded, so... so man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my dad, he just I mean he was born in Mexico. Okay. He was uh, he moved here when he was 15. Wow. Yeah, he didn't know any English when he came here, but uh he graduated top of his class wow. whenever he came over here. So... Wow.
1: so he was a good student.
0: Oh yeah, he went to college here and everything. He's got his master's degree
1: wow uh, in what what does he do
0: he's in accounting
1: accounting yeah okay. for oil and gas okay
0: yeah he's got his master's in a uh, business administration and um i mean he's been taking care of my mom raised me and my, and my sister that's awesome man yeah i mean my mom
1: who does he work for
0: uh right now i'm not sure he's doing like contract jobs now just got because it. of you know his he's age 1099 now. now yeah just because of his age and stuff so he's just doing contract and he jobs. makes
1: more money that way too oh yeah, yeah for sure
0: um but yeah so i mean I learned a lot of the stuff that I, from him. Got Because yeah. he, he raised me, you know, with going to, go to college, go to college, go to college, right?
1: Did you go to college? I did.
0: Okay. Yeah, I have a master's degree as well.
1: Oh, shit, yeah. man. <laughs> we got an educated person here today. What, what is your master's on?
0: It's in uh, business finance.
1: Okay, so yeah. you know a thing or two about numbers.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I used to work for oil and gas companies, too, doing finance for them. Okay. Uh, the last company that I worked for was Schlumberger. Okay. This was uh, about uh, three or four years ago, so you, whenever so I quit my job. So
1: you were, you were a slave.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> for sure. I know, man. I used to work for Weatherford, so yeah. I know uh, I was freeing Weatherford. But yeah. people that came from Schlumberger to Weatherford, man, they had nothing good to say. Now, nothing against Schlumberger. It's a great yeah, company, yeah, yeah. big company, right? Uh, but... Um, but yeah, so do you work for SlumberJay? Who do you work for? Uh, did you work for SlumberJay all or your career? Or? No,
0: no, I only worked for them for about like three months. But before that, I was working for another company based out of Florida. It's Nextera Energy. Uh, they're based in Florida, but they have a, they have an office here in Houston. Okay, I was working for that company pretty much all throughout college. Got it. Uh, they paid for my college for my college <laughs> education and all that. That's the reason why I stayed there for so long, right? Because they were paying for and, it, and
1: you had loyalty, right? Yeah.
0: So yeah. I mean, it was a good company, but um. You know that, you know about three four years ago. It's when I started like you know I didn't I do not want to work for anyone anymore. So I was like I was making good money, but I was just like you said I was a slave right. I didn't want to I didn't want to be stuck in an office. It was like modern modern day right nine to five yep. stuck in an office. I didn't want to do that anymore. So that's the reason why I left. Uh, My
1: problem was they let me do whatever the hell I wanted. Yeah. So I couldn't leave like that man. I was making a lot <laughs> of money uh, as an employee. I was making like. 260 a year or something like that. Right. Yeah. And, um, I could come in when I wanted, I could live when I wanted. Nobody even knew I was in the building because I was on a top position in the yeah. company. And, um, <laughs> you know, like, how do you let go of that? It's, it's hard. So, yeah. so I was actually, I started flipping houses in 2008. I had a job. I used to work in the, in the, in offshore, actually. I, I ran well heads and trees and all that stuff that, that you probably saw numbers about. Yeah. Um, I was the guy on the on the rig putting these things together and you know i pro i you know i grew up in, in 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 positions until i got i got laid off in 2015 uh when we had the oil and gas mm-hmm. uh downturn right yeah. and um that's when i went full-time in real estate but honestly i thought i made it when i was there man i was making yeah. a lot of good money you know 260 a year as an employee that's a lot of money dude uh, oh, yeah. for an employee right
0: yeah that takes years and yeah, I hard work to get to that
1: i was 36 years old yeah 36 years old making that kind of money yeah and i was the youngest executive in my group so the group had um my peers these guys were all in their 50s and 60s yep i was in my 30s yeah and and i remember my boss neil who was in scotland because i reported to a guy that was in another continent mm-hmm. Uh he was a vice president in the company. Um, um he came to, he would come to me and he said, Hey Ricardo, I I don't know how the hell you got up up here so fast. Yeah. You're you're on your thirties, like Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even dream about having a position like the one you have right now when I was thirty, thirty five, thirty six. Um and you know, I think Neil was on his late fifties probably or maybe sixty something. Oh, he looked younger. But um, but he managed, his PNL was three billion dollars. Mm. Um, so all of us had a little piece of that PNL. So mine right. was 120 million. So my group was actually not the biggest one, but it was the most profitable. Yeah, because our 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 um, you know our our profit was actually uh, almost forty percent. Yeah, so was good. it was a cash flowing cow dude yeah. um we did services uh we, um, our main business was in brazil right um and our client was petrobras and and they they're just a big giant whale of the offshore industry yeah right? But I'm 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 surprised that I didn't even know that about you. Yeah, you, know, you were in the oil and gas <laughs> business, and you did you know numbers and finance and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So were you like an analyst for Slumberjee or what? What do you do there?
0: Yeah, I was a financial analyst for them. Wow. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm but I'm but I'm glad I'm out of there. So doing real estate now.
1: So how okay? So <laughs> when you let's all right, so you went to college. and yep. You got sponsored yep. by by the your that, previous employer. Right. Then you went to SlumberJee, right?
0: Yep, that was the last company I ever worked for. Yeah,
1: I, that was the last company. Who else did you work for uh, in the oil and gas?
0: Um, Nextera. I was at Nextera for like
1: forever. Yeah, okay. yep. So you were a career uh, person there for a while.
0: Yeah, but I did. I did several positions there. So I actually started. I actually started in their call center. They have it. They have an electric company, Jexa Energy, here in Houston.
1: Yeah, Jexa, Yeah, yeah. We yeah. used it for for power.
0: Yeah. So I started working in their call center. Oh wow! Yeah, selling electricity over the phone.
1: So oh, then, wow!
0: So when I was going to college, and then then I when I graduated, then I started moving. What up. year was that? Oh, this was I don't know, probably like ten years ago, something like that. It's been a long, it's been a while.
1: Wow. Yeah, but you pro- um, you probably got me signed up. <laughs> I <laughs> you know, probably did. I had Jexa. Uh, yeah. Oh I yeah. Did, I did. <laughs> I had Jexa. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. So you started Jexa. At the call center. Yep. Then you moved on to the oil and gas. Yep. Um,
0: Accounting and finance for yep. oil and gas. Yep.
1: And then you ended up working for SlumberJ. Yep. but then you were out, right? Yep. What do you do right after Slumberjay? Like,
0: right after Slumberjay? Yeah. So I was already, when I started Slumberjay, I already didn't want to work for anyone anymore.
1: Got it. You yeah. knew that.
0: That's the reason why I left Nextera. Because I was like, you know what? I need something different or whatever, Right. So I, I was like okay maybe a different company will
1: will make right will we'll fill that, yeah that thing that you had inside yeah. yeah
0: but it didn't I was only at Schlumberger for 3 months wow. so the whole time I was at Schlumberger I was like I need to I need to get out of here I need to get out of here I need to get out of here so that's when I started well before that I was already like researching real estate and all that stuff and how to how to do it and watching it. YouTube for, like hours <laughs> you know and then uh who got
1: you into real estate like what when you watch on youtube who got you interested in that who were you watching
0: um i was watching a lot of videos from um i think his name was grant grant kemp i think his name is he does a lot of
1: he's in dallas
0: yeah i was watching a lot of his stuff um just the knowledge that he was providing about different creative he does more like i think creative he's a high
1: stuff. level investor man like yeah. he, he does a lot of creative stuff yeah. raps, notes right. things like that right? yeah i
0: haven't done any of that but just that having that knowledge yes. um kind of helps it helped me out with understanding everything Business, yeah. yeah so um so I, right, right when i left Schlumberger, I did not i didn't i didn't have any i didn't i wanted to do real estate but i didn't i hadn't started like i had i mean i had dabbled into it but i just you know i just quit I just yeah. had enough.
1: You just quit one day.
0: Yeah. I just had fuck it. Yeah, he left. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I didn't have a plan or anything. I'm just like, you know what? Like I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. It's gonna work. Right. So yeah, and then I started you know, started uh you know, wholesaling and then um I uh I ran into Mike oh I, I Mike uh, Michael Mike, Island, yeah. Yeah, Mike. Yep. Mike, Shout Mike, out to Mike. Okay. Yeah. Um he uh I was going online looking at ads and stuff like uh for jobs like in real estate because like you know what let me let me start working for somebody for yeah. someone right uh just to I had already had the knowledge but I just needed needed something to you know p- to get my hands on right right so um he had an ad on Craigslist that he was you know looking for someone in real estate wow no license needed so I was like, I'm pretty sure he's wholesaling cuz I mean you know, either your license, right. Or you're fixing and flipping or you're wholesaling. Right. Right. So I'm I'm pretty sure this is probably, he runs a wholesale business. Right. And sure enough he did. So, uh, he does. Um, so I started working for him, uh, worked for him for about maybe six or seven months, but I told him from the beginning, I was like, Hey Mike, look, you know, I eventually want to do my own thing. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's great. You know, um, we made a lot of money together. And then, uh, right before COVID, uh, everything shut down. And I I told him in February I was like hey Mike I think I'm ready to do my own thing, and then in March that's when COVID shut down. Wow! And I was like oh crap. <laughs> wrong,
1: wrong timing or, or good timing? It no, depends. it was good. I depends mean depends on how you see it. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, I mean it was good. I mean you know that's that was the first year when I was by myself, but um but no it went great. I didn't I didn't let that you know let that stop me, so wow. yeah.
1: Good deal, man. So so he was kind of like your mentor to get into the real estate uh business
0: yeah well he i mean i had i had i was watching a lot of youtube videos before then so i had a not he didn't yes he i mean he i I guess he he helped you yeah he helped me with uh actually getting into it yeah but we connected really really well like
1: getting you going oh yeah he got you going
0: yeah he i mean
1: he's a great guy dude oh yeah i mean i I I gotta gotta invite him to the podcast you know believe it or not he's my client yeah we we just did a zoom call yesterday yeah and I haven't put him on the podcast, so I'm gonna do that uh, probably next week.
0: Yeah, I had a. I mean, he he trusted me had a lot of freedom. I mean, I worked from home. I went on appointments on my on my own. Right after you know the first few few that we went together, that you
1: went with him. Yeah. After that, I was just like
0: <laughs> just doing going on my own. And
1: do you still go on appointments today?
0: Yeah, I still do.
1: So you just do local stuff.
0: Oh, yep, only local. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's yeah. crazy, man. You gotta go nationwide. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't
0: know. It just, uh, I, you know, just be, me being here, I just feel like I have a better, I can connect with, you know, with the sellers. A hundred percent. Yeah, I, for sure. I,
1: that's. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, uh, I, I used to be like that. Yeah. I, I used to go to our appointments and I knew that if I showed up, the house was mine.
0: Oh, yeah. That's how I am now. You know? Yeah.
1: yeah. If, if I showed up, the house was mine, yeah. right? And uh, I don't remember the last time i went on a house yeah and we still do a ton of deals you yeah. know so that's just something that that eventually you'll you'll understand and you'll be like man what did i do this before <laughs> you know because yeah i mean how many appointments can you really go in a day in houston right. maybe three.
0: Oh yeah i mean it, and i'm not it's not houston right i'm going
1: outside oh yeah yeah you're, going, Galveston. Yeah, you're going all over oh the place, yeah right? it's like
0: man it's yeah so,
1: right? It takes so takes a long time. It takes a long time. Yeah. So, like, if you're going to... Where do you live? Now, I live
0: in Jersey Village
1: area. Like, You live in Jersey Village. Yeah. So, dude, I used to live there. I used to live yeah. behind... Uh, in 1960, there is a, um, a Walmart there. Um, what's the name of it? Uh, Eldridge. Eldridge yeah. in 1960. Yeah. I lived in the complex right behind it. Okay. So, uh, and I, I used to buy my trucks over there in Dodge. Uh, the Dodge dealership. The one in on 1960. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ken, Ken, uh, Ken Baker. That's my <laughs> guy there. So... Uh, shout out to Ken, but um, all right. So you and you worked with Michael for what eight months?
0: It was like probably like six or seven months. Like I think I started in July, and then yeah, probably like and you know, I quit in February of the of, of the following year. Right. So it was like July twenty nineteen.
1: Right. You did half a year, then a couple yeah. of months, and then you yeah. you, you decided to to grow up. Right. basically, yeah. go On your own. Right. Um. And are, are you still in in contact with Michael?
0: Yeah oh yeah. yeah i mean
1: yeah. yeah friends yeah so um when you went on your own what was the first thing you did like okay i'm, I'm gonna set myself up uh i'm gonna put do marketing how, how was how were you marketing at the time
0: um so i was calling myself cold calling cold calling okay and then um i was like you know what I can't do cold calling I mean I can but I didn't like it so I started doing texting right and then I just had been using tech I've been texting since since then
1: since then so yeah so that's two years two and a half years now
0: yeah that's and I, I mean I I tried to do some little bit of Facebook ads and stuff like that right but texting was working it's working for me so I just like you know what like why why try to do something else if it's working for me right and I'm and, you know I'm at the time I was by myself. So it's not like I had like a like someone to like manage all these different things, right? So what I could manage is that is texting. So that's what I was doing. Or that's, I'm still doing that now.
1: What kind of systems and processes do you have today? Like uh so let's fast forward. Uh yeah. you know, you you may buy yourself like is it okay if we disclose how much money you made last year? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So last year you made what, three hundred and some thousand dollars, you said, right?
0: Uh, you know, yeah, three hundred and eighty five thousand. By yourself. Well, I had a partner last year. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you yeah. Had a, but, but, but yeah, it was just basically just right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and you put you said your marketing expense was thirty seven thousand. Thirty seven thousand. Right? So that was ten percent of what you made.
0: Right. Everything else was just like, you know, my salary, right? God, and Stuff no, like that. Yeah, but yeah, but it was thirty seven thousand yeah, to make but you, 385. Made, you
1: made a lot of money, dude, because oh, yeah. you Remember were the
0: making ten dollars. Of course. And yeah. you're
1: making you're doing everything by yourself. Right. So you're not paying an acquisitions guy, right. you're not paying a dispo guy, you're not right. paying, you know, uh, whatever, right? Yeah. So it's just you. Right. So guys, you can do this shit on your own. Yeah. He's a living example of it, yeah. right? Uh, and that's why I wanted to interview you because, um, you know, number one, we're in the same town. We, we just met each other at the uh, at the all-in event uh, in, in Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. um, that you were attending and we both were attending. Uh, but number two, you did tell me there that you were a solopreneur. It's like, no, I'm doing this by myself. I don't have a team. And I got interested on that because I'm like, huh, most of the guys that I interview now have a team and they they've grown, you know, but you are more relatable than the normal person that doesn't have a, that, that have a team like me. You come to me and say, Ricardo, how many people you got on your team? 26 people. Right. And you start thing saying man that's a lot of people to manage that's a lot of money going out on payrolls and things of that nature um but the guy that's getting started today you can literally make a lot of money on your own oh yeah once you master this thing right
0: oh yeah for sure but i mean it takes a lot of de- dedication right yes you can't you know half-ass it you no. have to be all in into in i was I'm, i was all in and doing it so right that's all i feel like i mean everyone's different right but i feel like If you're going to get started in this, you have to go all in on it. Right. That's the only way you're going to get good at it and and make good money on it.
1: you're texting today, right? Yep. Uh, You're skip tracing. Yep. Um, And you're using Batch. Yep, Batch Leads. Great company. Uh, I know those guys, so shout out to Batch. Um, Now, what other systems that you use, uh, like, in your company? Like, for instance, you have Corel. Do you have... What do you what? You know, yeah. What gadgets do you have?
0: Yeah. So, batch leads is my main thing, right? Because right. I I skip trace in there. I have all my data in there. Right. I text through there. But yes, I have, I have callrail. Um, you know, just whenever people try to call, then it just gets forwarded to that. Um, I have constant contact for my buyers for right. my, all my buyers lists in there. Got it. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm trying to think of what else other things I use. I mean, that's pretty much it. Um,
1: okay. what CRM
0: just some cheap CRM. It's like $10 a month.
1: <laughs> yeah. What, what, what is it? What is um,
0: it? it's like a s- annoying CRM or something like that. <laughs> oh,
1: you see, I gotta, I gotta show yeah. you mine. It's free. Yeah. Mine is free. Yeah, Literally. I don't pay for it. Um, and I built it. Yeah. So I'll show you after the podcast what it looks like. Yeah. Um, so what do you think your operation expenses are a month? right cuz you work out of your house right
0: oh yeah i work from home i mean the only expenses i have is going to be my marketing that's that's it what so. kind
1: of uh, and your systems right batch and, oh yeah, yeah yeah and and con- constant contact right. and uh, what's the other one you said uh call rail, call rail yeah. right um yeah my bill on callrail last month was 900 dollars. oh yeah <laughs> it gets expensive yeah um cuz i have a lot of agents in it right yeah. um so What do you think that runs you a month? Like the, all these little gadgets that you, that you have.
0: So on batch leads, I pay about like $350 per month. That's just like the base. Yeah. The the base base. subscription. Yeah. Yeah. My call rail is like $50. Right. Um, My constant contact, I think I have like, pay like $140, $45.
1: Because of how many buyers you got in there? I have like,
0: like almost like 9,000, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um... CRM's ten dollars.
1: Yeah. So you run it
0: about six hundred dollars. Seven hundred and fifty bucks, Yeah. By,
1: that's your op, operational cost. My
0: fixed yeah. My fixed cost. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah. Um
1: and you do how many deals a month roughly on your own?
0: So I took a month off. Right. But, um Yeah, about, but if you look
1: historically, yeah, right?
0: Yeah. About three three about three
1: three uh, three About a month. three deal, three a month. Yep. So and the average assignment, what do you think it is?
0: Right now, it's uh, fifteen thousand. Right now, so it went down a
1: little bit this year.
0: Just right, because. so
1: so you're making forty five thousand bucks on average, yeah, per month, uh, and it costs you seven hundred and fifty dollars to run that business. Yeah, <laughs> guys, that's crazy. Yeah, because look, you know, honestly, um, some people are trying to just make ten thousand a month. You right. follow me? Yeah, hundred grand a year. Right, that 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 was. I remember when I was, I don't know, 21 years old or something like that. I said, Oh, if I could make a hundred grand a year, i would be rich. Yeah. Right. You're on track to make half a million, 600,000 this, this year. Right. Um, and you, that's just by yourself. Yeah. That's a lot of money, man. Some, some guys that make two or 3 million, that's what they keep. Yeah. You know, cause they keep about 30% that when you scale,
0: yeah. You have a more expenses.
1: You right? got more expenses right. now. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that means you're doing less of the work that, that right. you're, you're, trading yeah, you're trading money for, for time for time. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's what I do. I yeah. like, you know, I don't even, you know, if I can, if I can keep 30% of my money, perfect. Yeah. Um, but if you're actually watching this video guys and, or listening to the podcast, here's somebody that by himself runs his operation with 750 bucks a month, bring deals a month on average sometimes it's more sometimes it's less
0: yeah
1: uh some months there are months that you don't close probably because right. you know it's it's normal i, I know i know yeah. exactly where you are yep. i've been there before i was yep. that guy
0: yeah
1: i was you a year a few years ago yeah um i just decided to evolve a little bit that way right. I, I wouldn't be tied <laughs> on to the doing everything by myself yeah. right uh, dude i had i i think in 2018 or 19 not far from when you started in real estate mm-hmm. I was doing it all by myself and uh, I had Dennis but Dennis had exited the company so sort of kind of like you like you had a partner and now you're by yourself yeah so I was in your same position back in 2019 but I had 20 deals on the contract and because mm. I was just marketing like crazy right yeah and um one day I bumped into uh, 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 a guy, his name is Alex Velasquez. Uh, he used to work for somebody else here in Houston. And, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, Ricardo, I always see you at the events and at the networking events locally. And man, you always got deals. Yeah. And I said, yeah, like I'm always marketing, you know, right. and, and contracting properties. And he goes, "Is how many deals you got? And I said, I don't know, 20, something like that. And he's like, bullshit. And I was like, no, like, why are you doubt that? Yeah. He's like, no, I'm working for this other guy, and he's kind of like a big shot, right? He doesn't have that many deals on the contract. Yeah. And I said, well, okay, well, um, none of my business, right? Like, I don't care what he does. Like, yeah. honestly, I'm not, you know. Um, so, like a week later, I bumped into him. I used to have an office, uh, a small area, a small office in at the Canon. It's called. It's not far from here. It's like a co-working space. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, and he was there. And I was like, hey, what are you doing here? So he shows up and and uh, he's like, man, you really got 20 deals under contract? And I was like, dude, let me show you. So I, I took him to the office. I had a an office, man, smaller than this area here. Right? Yeah. Um. I had a whiteboard. That whiteboard is outside now. That whiteboard was full. I didn't have 20. I have like 38 properties under contract, yeah. right? he said man i can't believe this is this real and i was like you want to see the contracts dude or what yeah yeah. (laughs) and he's like bro this is crazy and i said no like that's what i do you know yeah do you close on all of them i said i close on about 90 percent of them yeah um he's like can i come work for you and i was like no dude i'm not i'm not gonna poach that guy's team or whatever even though me and that other guy weren't friends or anything like that yeah i had my morals you know I'm like I'm not gonna steal you he's like, no, I'm quitting anyways because I'm like I really want to go somewhere where I can make money because I'm not making money where I'm at yeah and I said well after you quit then you can talk to me um and so he quit on Friday he came to work on Monday basically yeah uh because he he called me and said hey I quit by the way I'm bringing like five guys with me and I was like what It's like, yeah, like they all quit. And one of those guys was Josh, the guy that you were hanging out with in in Phoenix, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So they all came into my team, but I already had that pipeline completely built out. Yeah. Uh, And their job was literally to dispose properties and get new properties. Gotcha. Um, But that's how I started growing a team. And it's because I really needed help yeah selling all those deals yeah it it was uh, oh yeah that's a lot of work having that many (laughs) so it was a lot of work um and i remember those guys it was uh josh then he brought his brother gabriel yeah um uh, alex eli Mm -hmm. um i would think oh and aj he was five of them Mm. um and and now they're all doing things on their own you know yeah but I remember when they came in and they saw all those deals, they're like, man, you're lying. And I was like, no. They get it. And you did that all by yourself? And I said, yeah, but I need help. Like, yeah. we need to sell these things now because it takes a lot of work For to,
0: sure. yeah. to
1: sell. And at the time, I was like you. I had a, a, a list, but my buyers list was probably 40000 maybe. Because mm-hmm. um, some buyers were from Houston and some other ones were from Tampa. Because I, I had deals oh, in okay. Tampa as well yeah tampa is a very similar city like houston okay it's like a sister city if you fly to tampa tomorrow to do an appointment it's the same houses the same mm. beer and beam it's it's same like stuff. it's yeah. a copycat of yeah. houston right same builders uh, i would assume uh that were building houses back then um and um and that's how they they that's how i started that team and they started call calling and and, and selling and buying. And, and Eli was on a master at renegotiating deals, man. Like if I give him a deal and we were making like, I don't know, 10,000, right? I discovered that he was good after the sale. So mm. like once we, let's say you, you were one of my acquisitions guys, right? right? You locked it up and you, and you came in and you put a contract and it was 10 grand. What I did is I said, Hey, Eli." Do me a favor, man. Get on the phone with that seller. Ask for a reduction. And renegotiate. And he'll go do it. And he'll say, hey, I just renegotiated $20,000 off. I said, what? (laughs) 20? So we went from making 10 to 30. Yeah. And that created a whole different business structure for me because I would just have him renegotiate property. That was his job. Yeah. Uh, Then eventually he ended up... um, uh, living or whatever but yeah um you know I don't know what they're up to today but but yeah that's how I transitioned from where you are today into start building a team team yeah and it was because I had a big pipeline yeah I needed to do it otherwise I was gonna lose a lot of those deals yeah so let's talk about a day-to-day man what does a day like a day in your operation look like like from when you get up in the morning all the way until you say I'm done
0: uh I mean I work from home, so it's very, (laughs) you know, just wake up, you know, do what I got to do in the morning and just pretty much start texting away. I mean, I do it all from the computer. That's all you need. Right. So, um, what
1: are, what, what do you think is your best times to text?
0: I've, I've tried it all. I mean, any, any time works really. I mean, you never know when people are going to answer. So, I mean, I've texted throughout on, you know, mornings, afternoons, at night, Saturdays, Sundays. I mean, I actually get I actually get a lot more people to respond on weekends, just because they're not working. Right. So they're at home or whatever. Right. Um, so any time works. You just gotta be. You just gotta do it. Right. People try to figure out this magic formula. Right. Like, oh, when's the best time to call? When's the That's best time exists, to text? Bro. Right. Right. Yeah. It doesn't. It's you just, just gotta do it. Do like it just whenever. do it. Like, I feel like there's so many people out there trying. Like just like you said, trying to figure out. Okay, what is the best way to do it? Stop. Trying to figure that out
1: that's that's just a, do it that's the nugget right there guys yeah. just freaking do it yeah. man
0: because you're spending all this time trying to figure it out when you could just be doing it right right so but yeah i mean uh so start texting and then once i'm done texting for the day i mean that's pretty much pretty much it depending on you know how many people i'm calling or how many appointments i set up or whatever so
1: now you're sending three thousand text messages per day right yeah um do you send them all before noon and then you just do phone calls in the afternoon or how does that look like
0: um no i or just, do you
1: just take phone calls as, the, as you go
0: yeah I, I call people as you know as soon as i get someone that's interested interested then i just transition over to the phone as pretty much as fast as i can um, do
1: you pre-qualify them
0: by text i do okay. but not but not very very basic right um, no,
1: we 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 do a long oh, okay prequalification by text. Well,
0: I get I I guess at the beginning I did, but then now I know. Right now I know what you know. For example, if they're telling me they want a hundred thousand, and I go on like just real quick, look at Zillow real fast, right? And it's like two hundred thousand. I'm like, okay, why am I going to keep bothering asking questions? This guy's asking hundred. Zillow says two hundred right? Yeah. You're already getting
1: a 50% right. Zillow estimate. Like,
0: Hey, when can I call you? Right. Right. Then I, cause I want to, I want to get on the phone with them that I like, I like, you know, texting is just to, uh,
1: to get the open the, the door. Right. The door open. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I want to get on the phone with them.
1: Yeah. We pre-qualify them right by text. Yeah. That way when our, cause we, our system is different than yours in a way, but we do the same thing yeah. at the end of the day. And what we do is we text, but we get a lot of information. Yeah. About the property, why they're selling, things of that nature, right? And then we toss that information or we pass that information into the acquisitions person that's going to make the phone call. Yeah. But now they're armed with a bunch of information. Right. So they know now the condition of the property. They know what people are selling, blah, blah, blah. Um, And the other thing is, um, it's like, you have more weapons to negotiate when you have all this info up front. Right. So that's why we do it that way. Yeah. You know, but that doesn't mean your way is wrong.
0: Right. Well, uh, that that it, that's different, right? Because, um...
1: Yeah, you are the guy. I'm the
0: guy, right? Yeah. I'm doing everything, so um, I don't, I don't need to pass that information to someone else because I know eventually I'm going to, I'm the one that's going to get all that information, right. but yeah, for sure. If I'm going to pass that along. So my partner, whenever she was working with me, she was doing the, She was doing a lot of the texting. Right. So she was doing a lot of the pre-qualification. So then, yes, then she would pass me along all the, inf- so she would give me all the information, uh, after she pre-qualified. Right. But if I'm doing it on my own, it's like, well, I'm just going to call them and get on the phone as soon as I can. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: So, and from text to lock up, locking up a contract, have you ever measured the time that it takes you to do that?
0: Most of most of the deals are follow up. Like, um, it's very rare where I connect with someone that day and I'm getting a contract that week. Uh, it does happen, uh, but most of the deals they take about from the point of contact to closing about on average about three months. That's kind of what it's taking me.
1: Mm. Yeah. Man, we we do it faster. Yeah. For us, it's like in a week but there are deals that take three or four months oh yeah we actually just locked up one that it took us a year
0: yeah a whole year yeah i'm locking up deals that i'm um, that i've been following up since last year so uh but yeah i mean there is times where i do get like you said a a deal in the same week but most of them are coming from just you know from following up following up so most of my deals are coming from
1: that your follow-up game is on is on you know oh yeah you're on top of it oh yeah
0: for sure <laughs> wow
1: wow yeah. so yeah that's important right yeah. Because people think they're just gonna get hot leads and lock up deals right away no. and, and they don't follow up and and that's why they, that's why I, I see man this is what i've seen right because look i've seen a lot of wholesalers or people that are getting into the wholesaling business they get in but then they transition into flipping yeah or something else because they cannot make the money wholesaling. Yeah, It's not because flipping is better, it's not, trust right. me. No. It, like, forget that, you're managing contractors.
0: Yeah, it's two different.
1: It's two different animals. Yeah. You have a lot of liability on your head, that's how I started, I, yeah. I was a flipper. And, and most people that flip today that were wholesalers in the past is because they could not produce enough deals, period. Yeah. And you know why? It's because they didn't follow up. Yeah. Their follow up game was not on 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 at the top of their game. Yeah. Um and, but I can see why you're having successes because you're very determined on your yeah. follow up. You're like, you know, you know what? That's what I need to do. And it takes me. That's why I'm asking you all these questions and yeah. you're firing them up right away because you know your shit. Yeah. Hey, it takes <laughs> me from time from texting to locking up a deal three months. Yeah. Bingo. There's a man that knows his numbers. Well yeah. he, your finance background yeah. probably <laughs> helps a lot with that, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, knowing KPIs and things of right. that nature. So, so let's talk about KPIs for a second. Uh, for those of you that don't know what KPIs, key performance indicators, guys, this is what drives your business. Like you have to know these numbers. How many text messages do you send? What is your cost per contract? What is your cost per lead? What is your, you know, wh- how long does it take? In this case, it takes you three months to do a deal uh or to get a contract right, right. then you got to go around and turn around and sell the contract oh no
0: that i'm sorry that was that was from getting it under contract to, to, selling, to it. selling it it's on three months okay yeah
1: okay yeah so um yeah no from creating the lead
0: yeah from creating the lead to closing it to close like it. money in the bank. money
1: in the bank three months yeah okay so um those are key performance indicators which is something that he's doing very well because he's not he knows all his matrix, like, yeah. You know how many text messages he sends? How many what what do you think is the ratio? So you say your response rate was 20%. Yeah. What do you think is your uh, ratio to um how many text messages to phone calls? Have you ever tracked that? No. Um, that's interesting, man. That should yeah. be good because that's scalable. Yeah. What you do is scalable. Right. You know, like if you know how many messages you send out, yeah, and then how many phone calls you do right now you have another indicator yeah and then out of the phone calls how many contracts you get now you have another indicator so yeah. i highly suggest you do that um uh, and we we i should do it as well
0: well i think i do have it uh, i do have it in my sheet i just don't I have it in my in my in my spreadsheet for my numbers. I just don't really pay attention to it because I'm looking at I'm looking at my cost per contract. That's what I'm kind of what. That's I'm your f- bottom line. Cause, yeah, cause, that's what I'm focusing. Well, because it's you.
1: It's not right. you. Don't have a team. But when right. you have a team, you got to look at all those yeah. things. Yeah, for because sure. Because you know, if you're if your acquisitions manager, it's on twenty phone calls. That means it, we have to send X amount of messages yeah. for those twenty phone calls. You right. follow me?
0: Yeah.
1: And then how many phone calls? If we know she talks to somebody twenty times we know we're getting a contract, you know, so, um, and and so it's more predictable when you do marketing, right. Um, which is the fuel of your business. Yeah. How many records do you think you've skipped trades since you started?
0: I have 170,000 properties in my database right now
1: wow. That's what I do a month. Yeah. Every month. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm very, I guess I'm very lean, right? Cause I'm, I'm
1: no, that's good. Yeah. You, but you're local. So you're, right. you're targeting a lot of the same people, yeah, right? I am. It's when you go, when you go outside, that's when you start like, Oh yeah. man, you start opening all these new markets. Yeah. That's when the thing, you know, starts, then you start, you, you have to go and keep feeding Yeah. that monster. Cause right. it's, that's what it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm a very lean. I mean, I'm, I'm still getting, I'm still getting deals from from properties that I've skipped trades since I started, but the, from the very beginning, of course, cause they weren't ready at that time, but now they but are, now, but now they are. So just because they say no, the first time I don't disregard that I'm going to text you again, probably in the, like the next three months. Right.
1: I, like, I, I do a little different. Well, yeah. because you're doing local. Yes, yeah, I'm why. doing local. Yeah. So, so I do nationwide, right? Yeah. So I don't take somebody for another year.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: We wait a year because in a year things change. Yeah. Um And We've had people that, that actually told us, fuck you, fuck off, this and that. Oh yeah. <laughs> they end up selling us their property at yeah. some point, right? Um, now, the reason why we don't text so fast back to the same record is because we don't wanna be marked as spam. Yeah. Uh, Cause you know how it is when they mark your numbers as spam, it's right. a pain in the ass, you gotta yeah, get another number. And sometimes you don't even know the numbers is marked as spam. Yeah. So you're throwing money on the on the fire pretty much, right. and you don't realize it. Um, so when we do that long term like that, uh, you know, another year, maybe sometimes six months or whatever, yeah, um, it's that's enough time that pass that they pretty much forgot about you. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like a new conversation. That's the only reason why. Yeah. Um. Uh, and but I love buying data because that's what makes your business real bust. Yeah. Uh, your business right now is bulletproof. I can. I can tell you right now that i can produce 35 contracts of your data yeah if i went and did it all in one month yeah um because we get one contract every five thousand messages so 170,000 records is 35 contracts yeah 35 contracts times 15k a, uh, an assignment is half a million dollars that's yeah. why you're on track to make 600 grand this year right it's the numbers they all make sense yeah. right it's because we track our matrix a hundred percent so now any self-development you do any self-development
0: um i i mean i read a few books but i mean i listen to more more podcasts that's than self-development yeah more yeah. podcasts than anything um i'm very focused on real estate for the past few years so that's really i don't let anything really distract me from that so right. i've been podcast 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 but what, but are, i'm doing it right
1: what do you listen to
0: um i mean i listen to everyone
1: <laughs> like really? yeah, yeah listen- But who are your favorite guys
0: i really don't have honestly don't have you a don't favorite have no okay. um what I, I just like to learn from everyone and then just kind of just pick and choose on what what i what i like what i don't like
1: i do the same exact thing yeah. uh although i do watch uh the real estate disruptors a lot okay because uh, steve interviews a lot of great yeah. people in there uh shout out to steve he's a friend of mine um and a client. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but in his podcast to me is like a university. Like, it's probably this podcast to some other people, right? Yeah. Because uh, we, I interview all different walks of life. It doesn't have to be just wholesalers, you know, yeah. it could be fix and flippers, landlords, yeah. multifamily guys, land guys. Uh, sometimes I interview people that have nothing to do with real estate, you know, yeah. but they have something else to add to, to add value to. But I know I, I I ask you about that, and how many hours do you think you consume a week on a podcast on podcast on listening to podcasts? Oh at
0: least like one, at least minimum one hour a day.
1: One hour a day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so what yeah. you're doing.
0: I'm listening to a lot more uh, uh tax podcasts now
1: tax why
0: just because the more money you the more money you're making right you're making you money wanna... right
1: now and you and you're feeling the pain <laughs> uh. yeah
0: so i got to f- start figuring out ways to keep it rentals so, bro yeah you have so, to buy rentals yeah so that i've been listening to that um this past this past year uh was my first year of me filing uh as an s corp right so um you know just recently i just been starting to just okay how do how do i keep more money how do I just keep it instead of you know obviously paying taxes on it so right. i've been listening to a lot of a lot of uh podcasts on you know taxes right now so
1: got it yeah what kind of car do you drive
0: uh tundra t- 2013
1: tundra 2013 pretty yeah. sure it's
0: paid for right uh pretty much yeah only like two thousand dollars left yeah. to pay on it
1: <laughs> you need to lease a car yeah <laughs> i'm telling you i mean oh yeah
0: yeah for yeah. you
1: know it's you either pay it on taxes yeah or you drive it on a nice vehicle yeah um you know uh, things like that you know yeah. th- those trips that you did to phoenix that's 100 percent right oh yeah
0: oh yeah for sure i'm expensing that i mean ev- my the ev- event
1: you're coming to the real estate entrepreneurs event that's a 100 percent write off
0: yep my every and then now too like they have a they have a tax law right now where you know if you're on, on, on by entrepreneur right anywhere you go out to eat it's 100 percent right off yep. it used to be 50 percent. no it's 100 100 i think i don't know, probably gonna end it at the end of this year um but so I've been doing that, right, just, and it, it's just normal stuff that I'm already doing. I'm just expensing it. Just yeah, but if
1: you enjoy it, like if you yeah. are more aware of it, yeah. now you can buy the car you always wanted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I'm, I like BMWs. Yeah. I like Mercedes. I like, um, you know, Ferraris, things like that, right? Yeah. Now you can go and say, you know what? I'm going to give me that BMW that I wanted or, or a Tundra is a nice truck, by the way. It's a great truck. (laughs) Uh, My wife loves those Tundras. I'm a Ram guy, but she always like, get your Tundra. And I was like, no, like I'm a Ram guy. Like I like the Rams. They're cheaper, (laughs) you know? So, um, but I don't have a truck right now. I just have a car. Um, but. You know, going out to eat, and by the way, we're not giving you tax advice, guys. Oh, yeah, uh, no. you know, we're we're, that, we're just talking about what we do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but now you can go get a nice car, right? Yeah. Um, you could start going to more events. Yeah. Around the country, networking, learning yeah. what other people are doing. It's a hundred percent write off. Yeah. And you're growing, right? Yeah. You can join probably masterminds. That's yeah. a write off as well, because this is education. You yeah. can hire a mentor. You know. I got, like, three mentor mentors right now that are mentoring me in different things that I that I, that I want to do. Yeah. Uh, Robert Allen is one of them. Shout out to Mr. Robert Allen. Uh, you know, he's the OG godfather of our industry. Yeah. And you're going to see him at the event. Yeah. Um, so what else, what else have you learned uh, from the tax? I'm, I'm curious because I haven't really been learning much lately about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of small things. I mean, a lot of different things. I mean, the tax, this is so much, right? But- yeah um as but as if you know these things and you can you know start implementing things and just start saving on that so you know for example you can like pretty much rent out your house to your business for a few days throughout the year uh tax-free um you can start you know i don't know if you have kids but you can pay like your children a certain amount without having to report that um you know a lot of stuff is like your meals, things. There's a, so many different things, but, uh, but yeah, back to what you said at the, at the when we first started this is rentals, right? I don't, I don't own any properties right now, but that's one of the reasons why I'm gonna start. Now,
1: I do could, you want to own properties? Because that's a look, yeah. man. Some people have no business in being landlords. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. Yeah, I don't like it. Like, yeah. and they, and I figured that out too late. Yeah, after I had a bunch of them. Yeah uh, so you have to be clear on that because if you don't like being a landlord, man, don't freaking do it. Yeah. Find other ways to (laughs) write off, you know, maybe become a passive investor on multifamily apartments and things like that. Right. Where you, you get the depreciation and the, all the cost segregation, all that stuff as a passive investor, not actively, you know, managing people and, and, and things like that. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I'm finding, I'm, I'm, I don't own any, own any yet, so I don't know if I'm gonna like it or not. But the way I'm seeing it is that I'm sourcing deals so cheap, right? So I might as well buy some of them. I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily manage them. I don't want to manage them. Right. Um. But I'm finding them so cheap. Might as well just keep a few of them and then use some of that depreciation to offset some of you know some of the income that I'm making. So, so when so I, when I was that's really the only main reason why. I would want to even buy some real so estate. So then go go yeah. into
1: go into a a, a multifamily. Man. Yeah, it's easier that way.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just you know I I gotta take steps, right? I don't know. I mean, I know how to do all the analysis on the apartment. It's just the same thing as doing an analysis like on an oil no, oh, well. Your
1: way, your way. Yeah. Like if you enjoy wholesaling, right? Yeah. And you make good money wholesaling. In my opinion, um, not that there is a better or or a, or a worse case or yeah. or right or wrong or whatever, but if I was if I wanted to become an investor, right, mm-hmm. like a real estate investor, and I wanted to get some of that depreciation, on that man, just become part of a a, a syndication, right? right?
0: Yeah. Give
1: the money to somebody that's raising capital that that's legitimate, right? Yeah. That you vet. That, so you gotta vet the the the, the person. We right. have a couple of those guys coming to our event that are legit. Yeah, uh, one of them is here in Houston, the other one is in Orlando. Um, and um you still get some of that because they're gonna give you a a form every year as 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 an investor and yeah um that way you don't have to be managing those those properties you know (laughs) because even if you put a property manager that property manager is gonna right you know it's gonna it's gonna go and toss back a problem back to you yeah follow me so i mean just look more into how how that's becoming a passive investor on in some of those syndication deals will help you on a tax situation. Yeah. That's what I would probably do if I were you. Yeah. Um,
0: so it's something that I'm starting to you know look into more um, just because, you know, making more money now. So it's yeah. like, I got to start figuring out ways to keep.
1: No, to and look, man, look, you got to start doing other things yeah. like you see. So if you, let's say you make 600 grand this year, right? And you pay as a self-employed, you're, you, I mean, you're taxed at the highest br- bracket yep. and you don't have a lot of expenses. No,
0: I don't. <laughs> so
1: you're leaving almost 30 to 40% on taxes because of capital gains. I mean, yeah. you're, that's short-term money. It gets taxed at a whole different level, right? Yeah. So if you got to go write the IRS a $200,000 check, well, how can you invest those 200 grand now on growing your operation? Right. As a, and now yeah. you're detaching yourself from texting from making the calls from doing all oh, yeah. that from going on appointments um maybe you just go on the appointments that you think that you definitely need to go right um but now as opposed to paying the irs now you're paying people right to do yep so uh, you have a problem right now which is Taxes, yeah, and it's that's a problem that needs to be solved. Um, so so yeah, I can see you growing a lot bigger now because because of that because you already mastered how to make money on wholesaling. Yeah, now you're like, oh shit, I'm making all this money now. I gotta <laughs> I gotta figure a way not to pay all these taxes. Right, <laughs> uh, that's a great problem to have, by the yeah. way. A lot of people wish ha- they had your <laughs> problems, right? So, but that's good that you're learning about taxes and all that, and 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 um, and how to you know how to be more efficient uh, about keeping some of your, your money. Right. Yeah. Do you have, um, have you opened up self-directed IRAs and things of that nature?
0: No, I don't have any of that. Um, I'm just, you know, just that's, reinvesting in.
1: That's one way. Yeah. So, um, I don't know what the threshold is today. I think it's, I forget, man, but uh, offline we can go look it up, but, yeah. um, but I highly suggest you do that. How do you have any children? i do how many kids one
0: one daughter 14 one
1: one daughter 14 years old yeah wow are you gonna have any more i don't know (laughs) you don't know
0: (laughs) something i don't really think about right um
1: yeah i don't know are you married today no i'm not you're single single yeah okay so yeah so if you're single yeah of course you don't you know you're not gonna (laughs) there's a reason
0: why i'm not right but even then if i don't i have no idea if i'm gonna have more kids or not i don't know how old are you right now i'm 34
1: oh you're young man yeah um yeah I was 10 years I'm gonna old. i to be
0: 35 when your event start when on, on the last day of your event. What when is your birthday? June 26.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. That's awesome, man. We'll celebrate it that day then. I was
0: like, man, do I really don't want to be stuck in an event for my birthday, but I was like, you know what? That's good.
1: That <laughs> event, that weekend you're yeah. going to party a lot. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. So, uh Yeah. Especially you're coming VIP, so right. uh, yeah. we we got a lot of stuff planned already for that. <laughs> so, um Okay, so you're 34 you got to open up some self-directed IRAs. Yeah. Uh, maybe like a self-directed 401k or something like that. So that way you can start funneling some money there that, and, and, and now you grow that tax-deferred or tax-free. Right. Yeah. Right? Um, you, you know, but yeah, there's so many. You're going to learn a lot about that stuff during the weekend because uh, we have Horizon Trust coming in. Okay. And they they can help you set all that stuff up yeah. and tell you what works for you. What the, they know how to do all of that, you right. know? um but uh but yeah man that that's good and so what do you think is your next step now like um other than getting some rentals possibly
0: um i do want to i mean i do want to hire a few people okay. um just because i'm starting to get burnt out doing it all on my yeah. own um so that's kind of what my next step is okay and then kind of try to step back a little bit um but you know obviously if i'm making more money if i can step away and but still make money then that's kind of what I'm want to lean towards. Um, That's my next step. Automation. Yeah. Automation or, you know, having a few people, you know, do the calling and the acquisitions and all that stuff. And then pretty much just me be there to just put out fires and stuff. That's kind of what I want. I'm starting to get burnt out, honestly.
1: <laughs> it does. It's a lot yeah, of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I yeah. mean, you're doing it all, dude. Like, yeah. Dude, I know exactly what you're doing because I did yeah. it. You yeah. know, it's, I'm no different than you are. I, I, yeah. I did it. I, I did the calls. I did the, the lead. Now, at that time, I was doing a lot of mailers, so it was a lot of inbound, yeah. inbound, inbound calls, right? Yeah. Um, And I like that because the inbound calls, they're needing me now, yeah. right? When What you do right now is outbound, right. which is there is a lot of nurturing, right? that's why it's you know you have to follow up and follow up and follow up until bam you know you get yep. what you get so um man that was good guys hey attend growth.com guys that's where you go get your tickets vip sold out okay so you if you want to come vip you're gonna have to pay retail price which is two thousand <laughs> bucks period um he was lucky enough to, to get a, a ticket earlier. Um, and he actually, you actually got it at retail at the time. I it did. was like fifteen ninety seven. So, yeah. uh, I threw another ticket to you. So yeah. I need to know that name of the person that's coming yeah. uh, that you're going to invite. Uh, but guys, June 24, 25, 26 at 10 growth.com is coming in. Uh, we're going to have over 40 sp- people now on that lineup, um, in between speakers and special guests people from everywhere in the country are coming to to attend growth guys you don't want to miss that, that that event if you're coming VIP you're going to be treated uh, we're gonna go with dinner we're gonna go a par- party at, a, at a hmm. on this disclosed location in between all the VIPs and the speakers and the people that are going to be attending um, you know on that level and and we just released guys we released a fast uh, starting pass at 197 no excuse on why you're not in that room. And we have another uh, tier, that uh, 397, that gives you some VIP access, not all of it, because I recognize not everybody's going to go party and, mm-hmm. and want to go eat at the restaurant <laughs> or whatnot. Um, but, guys, I'm looking forward to see you there that weekend. Attendgrowth.com, June 24, 25, 26. Make sure you get in that room. Brother, thank you so much for coming in today and tell, tell telling me uh, and the audience your, your journey. Yeah and um thanks for having me yeah my pleasure brother i love your story i think you're doing great things and now i can see how you're gonna grow and 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 you figured this thing out already and yeah and now you're getting burned out you need a little bit of help Yeah, yeah so if you're <laughs> looking for a job <laughs> he's hiring <laughs> all right guys you'll take care bye